Everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? It is going well. Glad to hear it. You know how it is. Just going and going. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I I uh, w- I was gone for several days, and I just got home yesterday afternoon, and I yeah, I'm still tired. You guys. <laughs> I will admit, I stayed up really late and had a lot of fun, many well, nights in a row, which I am not complaining about in the least. There but you I'm go. now like, I gotta sleep like real hours for a couple nights, and then I'll be all right. <laughs> uh, a quick housekeeping thing: Is your phone in front of you? Uh, sort of by me. Am, is, you... am I vi- am I making? No, I, I need you to allow me to uh, go onto our YouTube page. <laughs> oh, I thought I. Yeah, okay, I did. Yep. Thank you, you very much. Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, YouTube. Thank you so much. <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, YouTube. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you're back. I, yeah. I yeah. hope that the tired passes soon, but you know, it, it will. This is it will. What I have told my kids forever you got to pay to play. <laughs> okay. Truth, truth, you do. You are correct about that. Yeah. Well, this is our Wednesday night case update show, and we have all kinds of crazy shit for you guys. Boy, don't we? Wow. Interesting, good, funny, stupid, bad. I don't know. It sort of runs the whole gamut. mm Mm-hmm. I think we won't completely exhaust you with horrific news. No. God, last week, I was like, need a drink after this update <laughs> right it was kind of one kick in the face after another this will be a little bit easier i think yeah <laughs> well, well, you guys can tell us but i guess we think yeah. so you guys be the judge of that yeah so welcome to the chat if you are joining us there uh rj cranky crystal rose and amy welcome welcome of course we are live streaming on Facebook and YouTube right now. And so if you're listening, you can um, jump in Yes. to the chat. Hey, Colleen. Hey, Fran. Nice to have you here. And we're going to... Absolutely. I just have all these articles open on my computer. So I think I'll just... I'll say what it is and then you'll we'll decide if it was you or me. <laughs> I don't know how else to organize this crap. I mean, okay. How about um, Gonzalo Lopez, Katie? Oh, gosh. Okay. So Gonzalo Lopez, as you guys know, uh, maybe you do. We did a story on him just earlier this week Mm -hmm. about him uh, that, you know, this was the guy who had escaped from a jail transport, a prison transport in Texas. Mm-hmm. And was on the run for a certain, I think it was like two weeks. And eventually uh, did break into the home of a family. Uh, not a home, but, well, yeah, a home. But their uh, weekend home, their ranch. Mm-hmm. And stole two weapons, an AK-style weapon as well as a handgun. 
And unfortunately, that family came home or came there while he was there. Mm -hmm. And he murdered the grandfather as well as four of the grandsons. Oh my God, that's awful. So we know now, and we already had reported as much, but we do know now who they are. So Mark Collins was the grandpa. And then of the kids, Waylon Collins, 18, Carson Collins, 16, and Bryson and Hudson Collins were both 11. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. We also now know, at least according to uh, some press, they are saying that uh, the way he got out of his shackles, because that's been a big question, he was shackled by hands and feet. So how the hell did he get out? Well, according to the Daily Beast, he had a homemade key. Oh. And he used that key to get out of his shackles and also cut through some restraints. So that that's what we know. It is horrific. And then, of course, we also know that he stole a vehicle from them and drove away uh, about 200 miles before he was in a shootout with the police where, of course, the Mofro was killed. So... Unfortunately, I really wish he would have to, uh, you know, stand accountable for these crimes, but uh, he's dead. So that's what's up. Wow. Yeah. Well, and Amy is giving us a heads up. And I didn't know this case, Amy. Um, But thank you for bringing it up because it's good for us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, This was a Supreme Court ruling today. Wrongfully convicted persons can no longer use any evidence that wasn't part of the original trial. Like, I don't know, DNA that didn't yeah. use to exist. Yeah. So no appeal in federal court for inadequate representation where they can, they cannot present new evidence. That is horrifying. That How? is horrifying. How? Right. Right. Yeah. If you're convicted, it's near impossible for an appeal. Yeah. That is a huge change to our criminal justice system. Huge. And very dangerous because it means wrongfully convicted people have, they already don't have a huge amount of recourse. Yeah. Now we're looking at none. Mm -hmm. That's horrifying. What if your, what if your attorney doesn't present evidence that would prove your innocence and so you go back with a different attorney because of inadequate representation and you can't show that evidence good question yeah it's terrible cranky terrible this scotus is horrible and sick mofos no so sick of them i am too Mm -hmm. oh yep yep yikes 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 Mm -hmm. bad 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 all the way around bad. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's see. Speaking of bad, Katie, talk to us about Caitlin Armstrong. Ooh, well, we also did a story about Caitlin Armstrong. Caitlin Armstrong is the girl who is missing, from, or, well, missing, on the run from Texas again. Uh, Texas. <laughs> you know, Texas? Please. Really? Can we... You know, all those times, right. You guys are making Florida look good. Uh, (laughs) So she is accused of murdering Mo Wilson, who is a well-known cyclist. And 
she was there was a bit of a love triangle between Mo as well as Caitlin and the man, of course. And they now are saying that Caitlin murdered Mo, that she shot her after she had spent the afternoon with said man. And last we knew, she they thought she had flown from Texas to uh, to uh, JFK. Now they're saying that she has was seen a day after the warrant was issued at the airport, an airport in uh, New Jersey. So this is what she looks like. There is a reward for her. They consider her armed and dangerous because, um, you know, she did shoot Mo Wilson and. That's what we know. Uh, you know, they're still just searching for her, uh, hoping she didn't get out of the country. However, that they're saying that they she doesn't show up on any flight dockets, so they're not quite sure what name she's flying under or what she's doing. Right. But that's what they know so far. Okay. Yeah. Well, starting to get kind of a timeline nailed down and yes. They'll find her. Mm -hmm. It's pretty dang hard to hide in this world. Well, it really is, you know, so hopefully they find her for the sake of uh, Mo Armstrong or Mo Wilson's family. I sure hope that they do. Well, yeah. And anyone else that might cross her at some point. Yeah. <sighs> Scary person. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And her family's like, she could have never done something like this. This is not who she is making these public pleas to her, Caitlin, just come home and we'll get it figured out and it's going to be fine. Um, bro, she ran. Yeah. She ran. If she didn't do this, then why the hell did she run as soon as this uh, murder took place? Right. I'm sorry, but that's pretty concerning. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is very concerning because, yeah, she really had no reason to run. If yep. there wasn't going to be any evidence to show that she did anything. But mm -hmm. at this point, it makes it seem like there probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of an update on Dylan Rounds. So we did a um, we did a story on Dylan Rounds. Well, we did it last Friday mm -hmm. because we wanted to get it out before, well, quicker. So Dylan yeah. has been missing since last since week before last now um missing along the nevada utah border from luke and utah yeah so some things we know now that we didn't know before we told you about the boots when we did the episode yeah. that the boots were found um out on his farm well what we know now is that there was a drop of blood on the boots mm-hmm so things are going real slow with the uh, Box Elder County Sheriff's Office there. Unfortunately, they did not even ship those boots to a lab until the 6th of June, which is only two days ago. So mm -hmm. we don't know yet whose blood or anything. The family uh, is super frustrated with yeah. uh, feeling like they are just not getting support from mm -hmm. law enforcement and just not getting the help that they need. No, they're not. And that is, they just, police always want to go to the easy answer, it seems like, in these mm -hmm. cases. Well, there's way more to this than, than the easy answer. Yeah. So the other thing they found is that his pickup was found parked on his farm and it had been pressure washed on the outside yeah. and in the bed of the truck. Yeah. 
The tires were also pressure washed, didn't have any mud on them. And apparently roads had been real muddy out there about the time that Dylan went missing because it had been raining. So those pickup tires should be muddy and they're not. Yep. So it looks as though the truck has been washed down. Mm -hmm. Apparently. confusing. Yeah, very confusing. Well, and also it appears that somebody used that pressure washer on the ground to wash away tire tracks too. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a few other things. So Dylan is 5'10", and his mom, who is 4'11", Candace, who I really appreciate because we're about the same height. Um, the seat was way too far forward in the truck. She got in it to see, and it was so far forward he wouldn't have been able to drive it. So someone else drove it. It had also yeah. been put in four-wheel drive, and uh, the transfer case uh was broken and the four-wheel drive didn't didn't work and dylan would have known that about his own pickup but somebody Mm -hmm. had tried to put it into four-wheel drive that didn't count yeah that all indicates somebody else drove that truck but then but again did any forensics get done on that truck i don't know last i talked to mom no um i did text candace today and haven't heard back from her but as you can imagine they're in the middle of things because yeah there's really no official search effort happening now there was a very brief one Mm -hmm. um they've been talking with elko county sheriffs in nevada trying to get them you know because this is there's a state line running through the middle of this property and so they're trying to get the Elko County Sheriff's office to search out there Mm. also trying to get, you know, box elder County in Utah to do something as well. And it is not going great. They are really struggling to get the Elko Sheriff's department to give flying fall about any of this. Right. Remember who this Elko Sheriff's department is. These are the same Sheriff's department that investigated another case that we had on this case, this show, not that long ago a girl that went missing from Elko that was murdered. And in her case, her family struggled with them as well. And her brother did the bulk of the uh, investigating in the beginning because they wouldn't. Like even getting um, surveillance video and stuff, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they launched um, a hashtag called Trust the Family, Mm -hmm. trying to help people remember that – or, you know, trying to help law enforcement remember that family knows typically the movements of their loved ones and what they normally do. Right. And when we tell you this is completely out of ordinary for him, he would never do this or she would never do this, to listen to them right. and quit letting those first 48 hours go because you're hoping they just wandered off. Right. Because that 48 hours is the most important time. In, in trying to figure out what's happened to a missing person. Mm-hmm. So we will continue to keep an eye on this for sure and cover it and uh, give you updates as they come along. But that's what we know. But it, this is scary stuff because it's that things are starting to point towards some kind of foul play. Yeah. There was clearly another person involved here. We, uh, we know people who are heading out to search tomorrow. 
And so they'll keep us abreast as well. And, and of course, uh, Candace, his mom, has been amazing to share with Christy everything that she knew moving forward. Absolutely. So we'll just keep our finger on this case as much as we can. That And that's what the family has asked. You know, there are quite a few of us reporting on this mm -hmm. who are from the area, plus, you know, more national things, mm -hmm. just trying to keep the pressure on. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it loud. That's what it takes. I mean, my goodness, poor... Uh, Daniel, the uh, scientist that went missing on the Arizona desert a year ago, his dad is still out there searching yeah, every day Daniel by Mons. himself. Yeah. Yep. It's awful. I can't, I cannot get my head around this, that a person goes missing and the police don't want to help, don't want to, don't give a damn. Yeah. Right? That those situations have to stop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Amy, I mean, I'm all about putting off work, but I'm not in a life or death profession. If you want to be in law enforcement, every case could be a life or death. And until that's determined, you have to work, right? Yeah. Yikes. Well, we will keep you updated on Dylan. Yeah. As we see it happening. Um, there was a small update in the Harmony Montgomery case in relation to her stepmom. Mm-hmm. Stepmom. Uh, let's see here. She has pled not guilty to perjury charges now. This is Kayla Montgomery. She it was arraigned Monday on two counts of felony perjury. Uh, prosecutors are saying she lied to the grand jury about circumstances surrounding her employment at the time that her stepdaughter was last seen. These people just cannot tell the truth for anything. Nope. So, you know, she lied about what she was doing at the time that Harmony disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, not good. No. Um, we'll keep an eye on that. She's just pled not guilty, and we'll see what comes of it as we go. But, you know, no. none of this shit is finding that little girl. Nope. Nope. That is, it is so freaking frustrating in this case that they have all of these people in custody and can't come up with a single answer. Right. It's driving right. me nuts. It yeah. is. It is me too. Like what the hell, you know, and they're getting them on all this other stuff because they've been unable to get them to talk about harmony and where harmony yeah. is and what happened to harmony. So I understand like they're charging them with everything they can to keep them in custody. Mm -hmm. um, but at what point, you know, are they going to have any respect at all for harmony? It's just gross. There are just too many missing kids right now that there has been no recourse that I just cannot. It's just driving me crazy. You know, yeah. Yeah. thinking about summer wells, it's been a year now. Yeah. I know we've got a bunch of kids missing. Yeah. And now we're, yeah. you know, just time keeps marching on and marching on. And so we know that, you know, very likely these are all at this point, recovery missions. Yeah. Murders. Yeah. But it is disheartening for sure. Well, it is because what the hell is going on? I was thinking about the little girl that's missing in Washington and I cannot remember her name to save my life right now. But, uh, She's oh. been missing. Both of her parents are in custody now yeah. for other things. 
and still nothing. It's just, yeah. yeah, the beat just keeps marching on on a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, Colleen, I think that, you know, you, you have a valid point. She says, I'm really concerned that those scumbags sold her. And there's, you know, mm -hmm. they've either killed this child or sold her or something horrible like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we will keep an eye on that. Um, Oakley Carlson. Oakley, Oakley Carlson is yes. who I was talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Such a, a very similar situation. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yep. So interesting. Uh, something happened this week with um, Kristen Smart's accused killer. Mm -hmm. so this is Paul Flores. And... Um, They've been trying to get the case against him dismissed in San Luis Obispo County. And this had to do with what they allege a sheriff's detective providing disinformation to an unnamed mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, the judge denied the motion. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. No. Bullshit. Not doing it. But I found that interesting. Yeah. That this was about, you know, somebody speaking to a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, they argued that there was disinformation that was pur purposely disseminated in San Luis Obispo County. Um, said the, the sheriff's detective turned over information to a podcast not named in court in order to promote a conversation among the suspect's relatives. Wow, interesting trying to manipulate them into talking to each other, I guess. Interesting. Maybe. Hmm. But so the podcast is your own backyard is what hmm. it's called. And they've been covering this case real heavily. We mm -hmm. know now that, you know, there's been an arrest in her case, but her body has still never been found. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. interesting, interesting really stuff interesting. there. Huh. Um, but whatever was said, it wasn't enough. Wasn't enough to um, mess with his trial, which I'm very glad. Yeah, for sure. That's that's got some Mark Means vibes on it. It really does. Yeah. Yes, cranky. You need a li license to hunt, fish, and drive, but any idiot can pop out a kid and call themselves a parent, right? Mm -hmm. And some idiots there are, as we know. Yep. Okay, so um, you may remember this case from about a year ago. Andrew Brown was shot in the by the Pasquotank County, Pasquotank County, uh, North Carolina sheriff's deputies. He was sitting in his car with his hands on the wheel, and. Uh, they tried to say that he was using deadly force because he could have could have driven the car into the police that were standing there, which he did not do. And they shot and killed him. So his family filed a $30 million civil rights lawsuit in 2021 over his death. Wow. Um, saying that the officers showed intentional and reckless disregard for his life, mm -hmm. which, yeah. Yeah. So they have um, announced a settlement at this point of $3 million, which oh. they needed to get every penny of the 30 I think. But they wow. did settle for $30 million, or for $3 million. $3 million. 
Mom. I, I think hitting people in the pocketbook is the way to go in these mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And then just maybe they'll have to shore up their policies and look into the people they're hiring and that are doing this kind of stuff. Right. Right. Yep. Definitely. Um, you know, time to pay the piper on this. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's all- yeah, I was thinking about the case of the officer that uh, claimed that she thought she had her taser Ugh, but yeah. shot the guy instead. And that, yeah. of course, resulted in a bad car accident. And thinking about how the policy, at least in their department, and according to their uh, expert witnesses, that it is a broad sweeping policy that you do not ever shoot anyone who is behind the wheel of a car. Right. Because right. that can create danger to the other the officers and other people involved. They were right. the ones that created the danger. He was not. Right. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Well, just like what happened in that case where yeah. when they shot him, he hit the gas. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Rolled down Terrible. the hill, hit an elderly couple, uh, injured them both pretty severely. And the, the man died a few months later. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, Paula, just like uh, Larry Nasser's victims suing the FBI. Yeah. Yes, that's another thing that um, is happening. And Larry Nasser, of course, is the uh, gymnastics coach mm-hmm. who molested a bunch of his victims. And the victims are now suing the FBI. Yeah. Uh, I, this is the kind of stuff that's just got to keep happening. Yep. Because unfortunately, it seems like the only way to get anybody's attention is to hit them in the pocketbook. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, lots of stuff going on in the Casey White case. Oh, gosh, yeah. They filed a motion to dismiss um, because it's just too many charges and it will get confusing for everyone. I I have to say that that's a real self-own on the part of Casey White's attorneys. Like, Mm -hmm. you guys feeling confused over there? Is that what's going on here? (laughs) <laughs> like what the hell <laughs> I just that one just cracks me up i hear mark means is available maybe he can come and step in yeah right make no. things more confusing <laughs> so you know there's just a lot going on with that right now lots of back and forth going on in court and all the all the crap that goes along with it um they also filed a notice that if the state decides to seek the death penalty on Casey White, that they have to be notified. I don't know why they had to file that notice, because um, I'm pretty sure they'd be like top of the list to know if the state makes that decision. I found that very strange. Like, you do not get to surprise us in court with this news. You have to tell us. I, right? Per the law, yes, we do, and we will. Yeah. Wow. That just cracks me up. Like, yeah, it's not right right at the end of the trial. Surprise! We're seeking the death penalty. (laughs) Of course they're going to know. So dumb. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So there was some nothing court in Daybell. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Because all this shit is happening behind closed doors. We don't really quite. There's lots of, you know motions to dismiss this and that and mm-hmm. that and the other thing and support of this and that 
Um, so I don't really have any answers to what any of it means other than there's just a lot of crap going on behind closed doors right now. Yeah. So as soon as we have some, something to tell you what that's about, we'll definitely let you know mm-hmm. and see what, you know, see where we go from there. He has now, oh, and we're back to Casey White. Um, Casey White has now been actually indicted on the uh, Connie, um, can't think of her last name. The murder that he admitted to in a letter um, before all of the running away thing mm-hmm. happened. So he um, has been indicted. Mm-hmm. And now the defense is trying to suppress his statements and confession, which I find pretty hilarious because he wrote his confession in a letter and he mailed it to the cops from prison. Mm-hmm. So that seemed pretty voluntary to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paula, yeah. now, now, you know, that woman kidnapped him and forced him to escape. <laughs> <laughs> That's, he that's, is a nice person and just misunderstood. That's right. what his mom Remember said. Remember what his mom said. Good <laughs> Lord. Speaking of people who are not nice people, uh, the Murdaws, Katie. You want to give oh, us an update on, on those Not loons? friend of the show, Alex Murdaw. And yeah. hello, Lana. You are not catching the replay. We are live. You're here with you us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, for the love of God, Alex Murdaw. Does it ever end? It doesn't because no. Alex Murdoch has committed so many crimes that he didn't get caught for that I they probably had to hire people in that <laughs> prosecuting office just for Alex Murdoch. It's probably all they do all day is work right. on his shit. Uh, but finally, there has been an order to exhume Gloria Satterfield, his housekeeper who died from a mysterious slip and fall accident four years ago and then of course there was a settlement he had Murdaugh had referred her sons to a friend of his to sue his insurance in her death and they had received a settlement for millions of dollars that he then kept and didn't give to them you know what and that's just a drop in the bucket of all of the ridiculous shit this man has done and terrible things he's done but they're yeah. finally going to exhume gloria satterfield because gloria satterfield was a healthy woman who yeah. had worked for these idiots for a long time and it made no sense that she just suddenly slipped and hit her head and just that was just okay i it makes no sense it has not from day one. Yeah. So I'm really glad. And see, Colleen, it's a good question. Colleen said, I wonder when murder charges will get filed for Paul and Maggie. Because don't forget, his son and wife were shot and murdered in their home. And there yeah. have been no charges for that yet. And in fact, uh, there's always been kind of a hush around that, like, not a lot of suspicion around Alex Murdaugh. But how the hell could there not be? Alex, of course, is the guy who hired a hitman to kill him, (laughs) who lost his nerve and couldn't do it. (laughs) And then went straight to jail for mm -hmm. attempted assisted suicide, because that is how insane this case is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So very interesting to see what comes from this. And I agree, Colleen. When will murder charges get filed for Paul and Maggie? Right. When indeed. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see, you know, that they're they're digging up uh, Glory Satterfield because Yes. My God, what if he killed her? Oh mm-hmm. this guy. This guy. You okay. sure have to wonder. Oh, Kate, Katie. <laughs> Here's something else for us. Excuse me to wonder about, and that is Nick Alaverdian. <laughs> what? Oh, you guys, do you remember who Nicholas Alaverdian is? <laughs> this is the guy who staged his own death. We've done a couple of episodes about him. He mm-hmm. faked his own death. Uh, for, he was living in New Hampshire. He have has fraud charges in a couple of different states. He has a sexual assault, a rape charge in Utah. And he, he faked his own death. And then his widow, who we're quite sure actually is just Nick, mm-hmm. um, did all of this weird stuff. Like she sent a death notice out to all of the newspapers. She tried to have a, a, she, someone tried to have a mock funeral held for him. Like they did all of these things and the police never really believed that he was dead because there was no death certificate. Right. You can tell everyone that someone died and you can try to run a newspaper uh, obituary and put it on your blog and your Twitter page. But guess what? That may not hold any water if there's no official document. Right. So that was clear back in, I think, 2020. Uh, No, it was before that. He was gone for a couple of years. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so then last uh, winter, there was a guy in Scotland who got COVID and had to be uh, intubated. And while he was hospitalized, his tattoos matched up to an Interpol notice looking for this guy. And so they arrested him. And he is still in Scotland fighting those charges and claiming that he has never, and I do mean never, been to the United States. Hmm. hmm He claims to be someone else, a Scottish guy. And that he's never even been to the U.S. And that this is just absolute bollocks. And he's fighting it. Of course well, he, he said bollocks and not bullshit. Because <laughs> then you'd know he'd been, to the, he'd been to the United States if he'd said bullshit. <laughs> well, he's done a couple of things that... Uh, so, all right. This is so typical of this guy. So, first of all, the first time he shows up in court... To fight this, he showed up several hours late and without an attorney. Oh, that's very effective. The judge said, bitch, come back on Thursday with an attorney. I'm not doing this with you. Mm -hmm. So he did. And the reporters in Scotland went wild with it because the person that he showed up in court with as his attorney is a well-known fraudster. Uh, well, of course. I mean, who better to represent a fraudster? Oh, my hell. Who, a few years ago, uh, put out a, oh, a statement and pictures of her house being graffitied in what she called an anti-Semitic attack, mm-hmm. only to then have to admit that she did it herself. Oh, good Lord. But even better... 
He has also hired an attorney in Utah, just in case he loses <laughs> and has to come back to Utah. Court is tomorrow for them to decide whether he is getting jerked back into the U.S. or not. Uh, mm. I'm banking on yes, due yeah. to the fact that they have verified his identity with fingerprints, DNA, and tattoos. I was going to say, I don't think that you can pull something like that these days. Mm-hmm. It's new, Nick. It is you, Nick, you bitch. It's you. Everyone knows it's you. Yeah. He he said to the judge that this whole thing is deeply offensive. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Life is deeply offensive, Nick Oliverity, and give me a break. So let me tell you about the attorney in Utah. Oh. Everything about this case is funny as hell. So, except for the fact that he's a fraudster and he's a rapist and none of that's funny, but all of this shit, I just can't even get my head around. So the lawyer's name is Craig Johnson. So Craig Johnson was a Utah County prosecutor who was forced to resign from his office in 2020 in the midst of an investigation into him taking inappropriate gifts from defense attorneys while trying cases. So Nick Oliverdian is going to the dollar store for his attorneys. That's what this is telling us right now. You oh want to know what the gifts are? Oh, please tell me what. They were Utah jazz tickets. No, of course they were. <laughs> Which are coveted in the state of Utah, if you don't know. And yep. that is hilarious. So the man that is trying this case uh the attorney general's name is uh a guy by the name of david levitt so mm-hmm. david levitt is the guy who is trying to extradite aliverdian he's also the guy who forced craig johnson to resign because of <laughs> accepting gifts <laughs> This just couldn't be crazier. So he says, uh, he said he's found a paying client in Nick Aliverdian. So that becomes a double benefit for Craig Johnson. He gets paid for his work and he gets to cast doubt on my credibility. (laughs) (laughs) So in the meantime, Aliverdian cannot quit doing the shit he does. So of course he is now claims that his name is Arthur Knight. And he's just this little Scottish guy that's innocent and never even been to the U.S., right? Well, he's been tweeting. (laughs) You know, how he used to tweet and how his wife was tweeting? Yes, yes. Well, he's still tweeting. (laughs) Oh, boy. And now, but he's now tweeting under the alter ego's name, of course. But uh, he's been tweeting shit about... Uh, the Utah County Prosecutor, <laughs> David Levitt. Oh, my God. Who is running for re-election. So he tweeted on April 11th as Arthur Knight, corrupt Utah County Prosecutor David Levitt, in parentheses, out of office in January. Well, no, he's not, but he's, he is running for re-election. So, you know, mm-hmm. of course conspired in bizarre sex cult ring with Scottish brothel owner. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he sent out some more tweets trying to implicate the prosecutor's wife in the same sex cult ring. Yes. Yes, I'm sure they're in a sex cult in Scotland when they mm-hmm. live in Utah. What a coincidence. <laughs> right? It's a coinky-dink, all right. Oh, my hell. <laughs> yes, Amy, it would only be better if Means shows up as second chair. This is true. Agreed. <laughs> Cranky- yes, if little Marky Means joined this, it would be perfect. <laughs> right. So when well, Cranky says, crazy psychopaths tweeting, why does that sound familiar? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so here's what I anticipate is going to happen. Nick Aliverdian, who really is Nick Aliverdian, DNA doesn't lie, Nick. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, man. Read a book at now and then, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sure if he just keeps denying it and getting all huffy about it, they're just going to go, we're very sorry, sir, for wasting your time. It's not happening, bro. You're coming back to Utah. And they're going to throw the book at you. And then when they're done with you, you're going to be going, I think, to Ohio, where you defrauded someone of their credit cards and whatnot for over $200,000. So, babe, you're screwed. That's what this all means. Mm -hmm. Well, isn't there somebody in Canada that's got a crack at him, too? Like, there's a bunch of... Other people need their crack at the apple. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. it can never <laughs> stop saying that. And if you don't know the inside joke, you think we're saying something really gross. And we're not. We're quoting the honorable John Pryor. John Pryor. That's <laughs> true. Uh, so that's what we know. Uh, again, court is actually tomorrow on June 9th. So we will keep an eye on that and let you know what we find out. There are very few people actually like news stations actually reporting on this case it's just hasn't really managed to get into uh, mainstream media which is too bad because holy shit is it it's funny high quality crazy. entertainment <laughs> but uh the the providence journal in new hampshire has been all over it they've oh, had yeah. quite they've had all kinds of battles and wars with him over the years oh really He's, Oh, yeah. He's tried to work for them. He claimed for a while that he worked for them. And they put out a statement that he doesn't work for them. And they are not knitting up. So that's who I'm keeping an eye on to get my news on this case. Because there's not a lot anywhere else. But I think this one is one definitely worth following. Because when he gets back to Utah, this is going to be a belligerent turd circus for the ages. Those attorneys working? Oh, my hell. We might have to go to Utah and go to court. That is so perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> okay let's yep. see what else have we got here oh did that one twice um oh okay so we're not going to do a lot of updates on the Evaldi shooting because there's so much coverage well everywhere but this I wanted to say just because I think it's really important uh attorney general Merrick Garland has named a team of nine law enforcement experts to advise the Justice Department in its review of the law enforcement response. So the DOJ is involved. The feds are involved investigating that. And that's exactly what needs to uh, be happening. This is the kind of stuff that is going to make change. Is, you know, police departments needing to fear the feds coming in to investigate them for their, you know, incredibly poor choices that day. So yeah. I think it's a good thing. 
Yeah, yes, Cranky. Like Kyle the murderer saying he was going to Texas A&M. <laughs> hey, did right? you see this? And Texas A&M was like, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the and second did he time. go to University of Arizona too, Cranky? I or didn't the University see of one. Phoenix. One of those. Yeah, it was an <laughs> Arizona University first that he said he was enrolled in their nursing program. And they were like, bro, no, you're not. <laughs> he apparently was doing like some... Uh, like pre-college classes that are free that they offer that aren't like you haven't actually like applied to go to the college or paid tuition yet like that he had classes, yeah yeah i've been signed up for something like that um remedial classes <laughs> well that's what they are i mean you're trying to get your academic skills up to yeah par to be able to go to a university yeah so then on a podcast last week he said he announced that he's going to texas a&m and yeah texas a&m went no bro well, he said he's accepted Yes. And, and, they Texas, said, oh, and it was like, uh, no, you haven't not. even applied. So now he says he's going to HUP, I think, a different university. I don't know. I think everyone should just turn him down so that he, I don't know, he could go to taxidermy school. Uh, he might. Yeah. <laughs> a free vocabulary class online. Right. Cranky. Yes. That was the nursing program. Basic, <laughs> basic basket, basket weaving. weaving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something like that. And then yeah. he can, everyone in the whole country can turn him down, except for the taxidermy schools. Feel free to take this asshole and let mm-hmm. him stuff assholes for a job. You know, let's, <laughs> that seems fair. That seems okay. Yeah. You know, not friend of the show. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> yes. That, oh, that... Blinn. It's Blinn College that now he says he's going to. Oh, I wonder what Blinn College has to say about that. Yeah. But that's true. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not even familiar with Blinn College. I don't know anything about it. I think it's a community college or something like that. So I don't know, but I know it's not Texas A&M. Right. No. No, it is not. Like I know he's young, and I know he probably doesn't really understand how college works. And But it cracks me up to think that you could just keep throwing out there in uh, you know, the stratosphere, I'm going to go here attention everyone i'm now going to go to neuro you know <laughs> neuroscience college at i don't know you know i mean just the idea that you could just throw out there that this is where i'm going before you've actually applied and uh anyway accepted. it just makes me laugh yeah yeah well it's just pathetic it just sums up exactly who he is yeah yeah uh cranky he needs to try for liberty for Liberty or Trump you. Yes, I think True. he might be a good fit at either of those. Mm-hmm. It just Texas A&M was super fast with the, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you for not applying here. Nobody really wants the press of that. You know, they don't. No. Well, no. Some schools will. Some schools will eat it up. but Some specifically will, but I will mm-hmm. bet a lot. Do Maybe Blinn? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Blinn, maybe Blinn. I don't I don't know what Blinn is, but I me neither. Um maybe it's Blinn is a junior college close to Texas A&M. Oh. <laughs> so what is his big dream to go to Texas A&M? Is that what this is? Oh, <laughs> He's maybe trying to make it happen. I have no idea. So maybe he'll go to Blinn for a couple of years and um uh, to try to uh then get into Texas A&M. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it just scares me because Texas, you know, big gun state, he's probably mm-hmm. got plenty of supporters there. I'm sure I'm not saying does. that the university yeah. is a supporter. I doubt they are. But, um, you know, 
there's going to be mm-hmm. people there that are going to go, well, he was acquitted. Oh, please, please mm-hmm. give me yeah. a break. But yes, there will, for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, that, if you can believe it, is everything we've got. <laughs> it just went quick. It, it did. Was, my head's still spinning. Uh, and me too. I think we're going to have some more info on Daybell here very soon. Um, there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff scheduled. So some crap is being decided and, you know, it's all going on behind. Gotta worry. Uh, Gotta worry. Because she is just about to head back to the hospital. It is. Gotta worry at this point. Yeah. Definitely worried about that. Mm-hmm. And I just, but what else is going on? What is all this other crap they're doing? They're all of these filings to disqualify or qualify or whatever. And mm-hmm. why are those things right behind closed doors? It's not right. I really wish that a bigger media presence than us would uh, file suit to force them to uphold the law and make these things public. I kind of do. And then the other part of me is like, which side of this jeopardizes their case? If, if either, you know, but I don't want to see their case jeopardized at all, but I don't like to see the rights of the public violated either in not allowing us to know what's going on with this case. That that's also not okay. So that's tough. Right. And, and yeah, that probably is part of this, but there have been things filed on Chad's um, behalf as well. So it's not just Lori. There are Mm -hmm. Chad things going on too. And we don't know what those are. And, And yeah, why the secrecy? Well, all the Chad trying to uh, get the prosecutors disqualified has all been behind closed doors because Mm -hmm. of prejudicial information, you know, and stuff. But, and again, it's just all procedural BS that's going to result in nothing. Right. But those prosecutors, they just keep coming. You disqualify one, there'll be another one right behind them. You know, like it's so dumb and such a waste of time and money. I think it's interesting too, like even the last year, but particularly the last six months, we've hardly seen Rob Wood. Yeah. We've we've hardly heard his voice. He's showed up in a few Zooms, but 99% of it has not been Rob. Right. It's been Prosecutor well, Smith and the prosecutor of uh, Fremont County. Right. Well, I'm sure, you, you know, it, as it turns out, he has a lot of other cases to prosecute, you know. Mm-hmm. Sort of feels like this is the only one, but it isn't. Yeah. So... We'll see. We'll keep looking into that. It's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really hope that we're going to see something happen here very soon. Mm-hmm. Have a better idea of what's going on. Oh, good Lord. Colleen, I had not heard about this. She says, it'll be interesting to see if Brangelina give us a new high profile court case. Oh, good Lord. What's going on a- with Brangelina? Are they having <laughs> a fight? We're going to have a Johnny Depp Amber Heard replay. Oh, good Lord. Oh, boy. I don't know if I can take it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Amen. I still, the part about when Amber Heard goes, and then my dog got stung by a bee with her face. (laughs) Remember that part with her fucking face? What is wrong with you? Yeah. (laughs) You weren't, you know, like, oh, it's over a wine property. Ah. I did hear about this. Okay. Yes. Didn't she sell a big property or maybe she was trying to? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Well, 
<laughs> I don't know if the my... world can take it, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're all pretty burned out after watching the Johnny Amber show, the Jamber oh, show. Crap. Right. So sick of hearing about rich people problems. No shit. Right. Right. Yeah. We got all way that. bigger fish to fry, people. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Oh, she did sell it out of spite. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> Colleen said, I hate it, but I also love it. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Well, we'll we'll keep an eye on that and let you know. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes. Yep. And I'm sure there will be more things coming, you know. But this is what we have. So yeah. we will be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Mountain for the Psychic Hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure what we're doing, but I'm sure it will be great. <laughs> I'll let you know. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was your like, that was your lead up. Like, are you going to have an answer for this? Nope. Okay. You know it. what? Actually, I mm. think it's actually high time we did spiritual AF cards. Oh, that's too. It's been a while. It's been it a has minute. been a while. And we need so, them. We do. Down. We do. The, the energy this week is like, it would be easy to get down. Mm-hmm. It would be easy to get depressed this week. So let's do something a little bit funnier. Oh, we did mm-hmm. update Dylan Round, Cheryl, Cheryl, earlier in the show. We did. Yes. Yeah. There's not a lot to say. I mean, yes, the, um, his boots have been found and sent to a lab. They had a drop of blood on them. Uh, it seems as though a pressure washer has... Uh, washed his truck in the area down around it. Uh, The seat to his truck was moved uh, way closer to the steering wheel than he would have been sitting. There's a handful of things like that. There's a lack of cooperation going on within law enforcement, uh, particularly from Elko County, Nevada. That's really uh, concerning and frustrating. And the local area is continuing to come out heavy with uh, ATVs and vehicles. And I, in my opinion, what needs to happen, and maybe they've started, I mean, this is a lot of acreage, but mm-hmm. they need to run that ground with cadaver dogs. Yeah. There, that's, that's what we know. There's, I, and I know when talking to Candace that they've been trying to get that going, but the county has to invite them in. And there was a group <sighs> out of Salt Lake, maybe, I can't remember where she said, that's ready to roll at any point, but that they have to be invited in by local law enforcement. Oh, for God's sake. Right. Seems pretty damn ridiculous, but I why this is turning into this weird pissing match is not helping right? find Dylan. No, I mean there's still a, a human being missing, and this his parents are desperately searching for him in an incredibly rural part of Utah and Nevada. Yeah, it all of it sucks. Yes. Really. Well, one thing we did learn is that the terrain there is full of caves and caverns. It's really uh volcanic and there's yeah. lots and lots of caves and caverns there that uh which makes searching hard and dangerous yep yep, yep. oh will... cheryl said backstory was released on the diesel brothers video okay yeah and i know the diesel brothers have been trying really hard to help yep they had their helicopter out there last yeah. week and you know so there's some good help happening and then there's yeah. some real shit help happening mm-hmm. and so of course you know anybody in the local area that can offer support to this family in this situation 
Mm-hmm. Please do it. They need, they need it. it. And, uh, and on the original episode we did on Dylan, there is a phone number that you can call. So if you just look back to that um, mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, it's there in our um, on our YouTube channel and on our podcast. It's in there for everybody. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we will continue to keep an eye on all of these cases and keep you all updated. And we'll be back tomorrow night for spiritual AF cards. So if you want to laugh and get called out just a little, mm-hmm. come join us. If you yeah. can't do the F word, don't come. You won't like it. <laughs> because or, or just start doing the F word. That's okay, too. Spiritual AF, you can imagine what that stands for. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're so welcome. Thanks for being here, Cheryl. Yeah, thank you all all for being here so much. We appreciate you and your presence with us, whether you're listening live or after the fact. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, and comment because that helps us grow. Go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com. And then we are True Crime Paranormal over there. We do uh, bonus content for our patrons. And it does help to support us and keep us doing what we're doing. So go check that out. You know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care.